0: Built from my own bedroom because my gallbladder gave out on me, a dimly lit room, Joe's in the studio, etc., etc., Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Today, we are under the tutelage of our general manager, Joe Biden's BBZ
4: plan. That's right, BBZ, bill back zombie, because this bill is dead. It's a dead bill. (laughs) This bill comes back, it's a damn zombie.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Hey, I'll tell you what's my general manager. I was just reading an article. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for this? It's been so long. Do you even remember what the world is like? Interest rates going back up again. Yeah. Fed announced yesterday they're raising them three times next year. Do we even remember how to operate in a world where interest rates aren't basically nothing?
4: In a world... Well what's especially interesting to me since real estate is my hobby is that uh that's going to that's going to put downward pressure on home prices because you know people buy houses based on what they can afford per month which is uh, uh you know uh price times interest rate and if interest rates go up prices got to go down because people don't suddenly have more money Is that good? Uh, depends how you look at it. Depends where you are in the uh, housing market. If you just bought at the peak it's a little frightening. You never know. Downward pressure, sometimes that causes just a little tweak, just a little tweak down. Sometimes it causes a tumble. You just don't know.
0: Well, and of course, with the worst inflation in 40 years, the question is, are these raising the rates starting at, you know, 3% home loans going to end up at 20% home loans like it was for our parents' generation? That's Allegedly. what we wonder.
4: That was all about inflation, too. Right. Allegedly, the powers that be, the, the, the Fed and their fellow g- godheads on high, understand the dynamics of how to deal with this stuff way, way better than they did in the 70s. They've learned so much, Jack. Of course, you know, I've heard that sort of thing multiple times throughout my life, and uh, the hopes are dashed. But this will affect car loans and credit card and everything else, won't it? Sure, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, everything's tied of course, to the crime side- lending rate, et cetera.
0: On the other side, if you've had money in a savings account in the last couple of years, where it doesn't make a freaking thing.
4: <laughs> right. Right. I remember CDs. Especially with the certificates of deposit. Weren't they exciting? A two-year CD. Ooh.
0: I think I had one of those in high school or something. That's what I'm going to retire on. That high school CD that I bought for mm. probably 50 bucks with her lawn mowing money. Um, uh, yeah, as Joe mentioned, the Build Back Better is uh, completely
4: dead now, so that's good news. Well, and getting back to the, the Fed thing and the interest rates, and we don't talk about this stuff too much because we're not a business show and it's super dry, but the Fed has been for the longest time. The, the federal government keeps saying, hey, i going to borrow more money. I just need another hit. I need another hit of giving people money to get their votes. And the Fed would buy bonds and buy bonds and buy bonds. It didn't matter. Every time the junkie government crawled to the Fed and said, I need another loan, the, the Fed would say, sure, no problem. Here's another uh, $10 trillion. And they're, they're cutting you know, that back now.
0: You know, um, I was going to vow not to talk anything about my health today, but the... uh. uh uh, one of the things coming out of my surgery from last week is I can't regulate my temperature, apparently. I go back and forth between I'm cold and turning up the heat and, like, hot and sweating. So I think I'm I'm like a menopausal woman. I think this is my chance to get a chance to see what it's like to be a menopausal woman. All of a sudden, I'm freaking sweating bullets all of a sudden after being cold a few minutes ago.
4: Walking a mile in their sensible flats. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> That's good. I think that'll be a growing experience for you. Exactly. And, and something
0: we need to figure out as texts keep rolling in. Uh, do we want to hear more from people who've had to have unfortunate <laughs> shots?
4: <laughs> no, is the answer. No. Absolutely. Give them your personal email address. Y'all can, uh, you know, trade uh, ideas and stories. They give them uh, a big fat shot in the ass. And well, that one I can handle. I, just, I don't want to hear another word about the, the jabs to the eye and, and the, 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 the privet regions and the rest of it. No, no more. Um, this guy had to go in. And get a shot in his Adam's apple every three months. <laughs> Why? Because he pissed off Saddam Hussein or what? <laughs> you know, I, I could. I won't. But I could tell my getting my broken nose fixed story. Yeah. It was the worst. The worst. I'm sure. I'm boy, sure. Oh, boy. So many uh, shots.
0: Uh, we should start the show officially. Got a couple of other things I want to mention. But, man, we're getting close to Christmas. It's scaring me. As at Best Buy last night. a Lot of stuff that they don't have anymore of, uh, or at Target especially. Just eh, if you haven't bought yet, no. the don't
4: count are bare. on it. The shelves are bare. Buy your kids the shelves. <laughs> Here you don't go. Don't
0: count kids. on it being there when you get there. I'll tell you that. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday, December the sixteenth, the year twenty twenty one. Where Armstrong
4: and getting we approve of this program. Let's leap into action now. Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark.
1: President Biden attended the DNC's annual holiday party last
4: night and gave a 10-minute speech in just under an hour. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yes. The lefty late-night comedians who could not be stirred to utter a single syllable against their heroes or, or, you know, in favor of anybody on the right. It's just, it's too much. They can't ignore it. <laughs>
0: That's funny. I got to dig up the one uh, that we heard yesterday. So I'm riding in the car with my uh, my son Sam, and uh, he actually likes listening to news. So that makes it handy because usually when I'm driving around by myself, I have news on, and um, like uh, Brett Bear's show on Fox. So I had it on uh, in the car. But he likes listening to news, and then we talk about it and stuff. It's cool. Anyway, but <laughs> Joe Biden comes on. And, and Sam said, what did he just say? I mean, because yeah. it, was, it was just like the first word out of the gate was wrong, and then just kind of a slurred, weird half a sentence.
4: <laughs> yeah, true but at international, but pressure. Yeah. True but
3: at international, pressure.
4: Yeah. It was
3: something like that, and we we're just like, what?
4: Uh, um, can the, the I, nation endure? I just
0: heard this before uh, we came on the air. So 5G is rolling out after the first year. I'm kind of excited about that. We've all, almost all of us, have got 5G already on our phones and our iPads and stuff like that. But we're we're not experiencing 5G because they don't have the towers up and the technology running. But that's going to happen right after the first of the year. So all of a sudden, download speeds and all kinds of stuff are just going to be lightning fast compared to what we're used to. And I think that'll be cool. I'm not sure I'll notice that much of a difference because it's pretty fast already. But anywho. It's a problem for planes, they just discovered. Uh, oh, aircraft. Really? Yeah. If for some reason, it makes the altimeter not work. So, if you're landing at an airport anywhere near a 5G tower, the pilots can't rely on their altimeter to give them an accurate
1: height. So
0: That's to a that.
4: rather critical measurement when you're landing a plane. It seems like it'd be right up there in terms of diagnostics. Taking off, not so much. As long as you keep going up, you'll be okay. But coming down, really important. Are we a mile in the air or five feet in the air, Jim? I don't know. Who knows?
0: Who knows? well uh, At first I said I was excited. Now the more I think about it, do I, do I, will I notice, well, it's not like I'm downloading movies in my car or getting a lot of buffering anytime I'm doing anything.
4: I remember the last time we discussed this at length, uh, some of our tech head listeners weighed in and told us that there are still serious choke points uh, for data, even though the speed is possible, the um, the the capacity of your internet service provider, your cell provider, or whatever, to pass that much data is limited. I'm, well, I'm, I'm a child in understanding this stuff, but that's but my least, best recollection.
0: At least for me where I live, it's fast enough for anything I ever do on my phone.
4: I'm, I don't seem to run into problems. Do you? No. If I got the Wi-Fi, well, no, Wi-Fi is a different question. Um, Yeah, I do most of my stuff on Wi-Fi, really. I do a lot of cellular when I'm driving around, but I don't know. haven't had any problems. No, I don't spend a lot of time bemoaning how long something's taking if I'm driving around. No.
0: So it's a big nothing burger. It's a freaking <laughs> big giant cheese nothing burger with <laughs> mushrooms, onions,
4: and uh, bacon. You're getting better at the whole talk radio thing, aren't you? You either love something or you hate it. It's stupid. I hate it. Yes. Two minutes not ago, like it was an innovation
0: we should all be so excited about. After the first year, now it's a nothing burger.
4: Waste these, of time. Probably a communist plot. These horseless
2: carriages are a scourge on our cities. Those of you in the sandwich generation, are-
0: yeah. yes, those of you in the sandwich generation. Um, and uh, the one thing that I don't want to talk about at all is um.
4: Omicron. Oh my! No, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about not talking about it. Does that yeah. count?
0: God, I flipped on MSNBC, and they were just in full, oh, my God, mode over the COVID. Yeah. Particularly in Great Britain, and they were talking about it's happening in Great Britain. It'll be here next. And somebody on MSNBC said, yeah, I've got two friends that have gotten Omicron. okay Oh, my gosh, the other host said. One of them said, how
4: sick are they? Mild symptoms. Okay. But, but it's still incredibly important. Okay. Oh, boy. I did, am I missing something? <laughs> Honest
0: to freaking God, I feel like I'm missing something. Like, sometimes I'll stay out of conversations if people are talking and, like, I, I clearly don't get it. I don't get something, so I just keep my mouth shut. I feel like this conversation is that. Am I missing something?
4: If nobody's getting sick, what the hell difference does it make? <laughs> the only legitimate avenue for any concern is that if it is so incredibly contagious, it spreads with mind-boggling speed compared to the Delta. So even, even a very small percentage of serious cases could overwhelm the health system. It could. Let's find out. I don't know, what do you want me to do it about it? I'm not going to w- walk around all day worried about it. Screw it. I'm over it. I get it, it's out there. So's heart disease, so's cancer, so's a car wreck. You know, if if I drive to a symposium on the Omicron, the most dangerous thing I'm gonna do that day is drive into the symposium. I'm just I'm tired of the fixation.
0: Cases are doubling every day and America it is going to take over uh maybe by the end of twenty twenty. twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty was last year, Jack. Um and be
4: the thing in America. Is that not good? It might be good, right? That might be the best thing that's happened since the Fauci's hot and sour bat fever escaped the Wuhan lab. It might be a wonderful development. Everybody gets a little dose. Everybody gets immunity. It, 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 we're, and this thing continues to mutate toward a semi-harmless upper respiratory thing, like a cold, like a bad cold. Hmm. How does male bag look? It's actually quite good. Very strong, very strong. Well, we ought to leave plenty of time for it. Yeah, plus we got your freedom, love, and quote of the day and much, much more busy show today.
0: Heck of an interesting article in the New York Times, uh, the latest data on how exercise affects your metabolism and weight loss from a long study all around that Biggest Loser TV show, remember? That's the last time we learned a lot, so we'll get into that. I think we're all thinking about that, especially this time of year. Anyway, all that stuff on the way. Stay here.
3: Armstrong and
1: Getty.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Boy, do we have a lot of good stuff to get to today. Going to be a swiftly moving show, partly because, you know, it's use it or lose it today. Might be able to cram in a little bit during tomorrow's show, but tomorrow's show is the traditional last live show of the year. It's the Clips of the Year show which executive producer Hanson and young Alex have been laboring on day after day, night after night, sometimes up for, for 48 hours at a time, laboring on the Clips of the Year show for you. So uh, look forward to that. Tomorrow, it's it's my favorite show of the year, and not just because I have so little work to do on it, although that is a factor, let's be honest with each other. Um It's also just so much fun to listen to. If you've never heard it before... It's all the clips of the week, but much more. It's like a retrospective of everything happened in the last year, from the the significant to the hilarious to the the quotes and stupid stuff people have said. And it's just, it's a it's a wacky, crazy, fast paced reminder of everything that's happened in the last year. So again, that's uh, tomorrow's Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. Continuing with our series of Mark Twain. Uh, A couple of his famous quotes that have to do more with personal freedom and being the best you than political freedom. Uh, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes is uh, one of my favorites. And then this list doesn't have my favorite Mark Twain quote about the truth. Um, unless it's uh, it's hundreds of quotes, it might be later on, but um, I, I think this is accurate. Um, and I've tried to live by this. Always do what is right. This will gratify some people and astonish the rest. There you go. Mailbag. haven't exactly gotten to always but you know you do your best right so this is from the department of what the hell are you talking about uh, as I go through the email some days uh, a lot some days I kind of do it as quickly as I can but frequently I'll come across emails I just have no idea and Michael maybe you can weigh in on this one but the the subject line from uh, I think it's bill is slowed music is a vexation to the spirit. I've listened from the beginning. The slowed stuff makes the show sound like it's run by junkies. Slowed music? I have no clue. I don't know. No idea. Eh. Moving along. Jack Joy saw this on Facebook, writes Lynn. Christmas gift tips. Walk past your partner's smartphone and start shouting what you want. Soon, Facebook will place ads all over their feed. (laughs) <laughs> That's a good one. Merry Christmas, guys. Same to you, Lynn. Thanks for the note. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, your phone is always listening to you one way or another. I don't care what they tell me. I don't, I don't believe them. Uh, moving along, this is Tom. Wow, this is this is interesting. You can tell us what you think about this. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's how you email us, by the way. I meant to say that. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, now, listen, boys, writes Tom, I don't support. The recall of George Gascone, the uh, Marxist DA of Los Angeles, or Chesa Bodine, the Marxist DA of San Francisco, or even Gavin Mussolini Why? Because stupid should hurt. The longtime motto of the Armstrong and Getty Show. And the voters should get that government they voted for good and hard. They should all enjoy all the theft and the murder they signed up for. These people did not misrepresent themselves during their campaigns, and the consequences were predictable. Anybody stupid or ideological enough to vote for them doesn't deserve any pity from the rest of us, but only our contempt. K-V-F-Y-O-W-D, keep voting for your own woke doom. Tom, interesting thought, Tom. Appreciate it. Man, we're running out of time. This one's short, but I love it. Amy writes, here's a suggestion for anyone who loves kids. I started a little book club with one of my grandsons. He picks a book on Audible. We both listen to it. Then I find one I thinks he will like, and we both listen to a great way to know what they like and what their lives uh, are, where their lives are headed. He was into zombies. Introduced him to the world of vampires. Really deepened our long distance relationship. What a sweet idea, Amy. Thanks for the note. Uh, so much good stuff to talk about today. Build back better is dead. If uh, I think it's dead, uh, and in the grave, thankfully. That weight loss, much more. Armstrong Stay strong and
1: getty.
4: Getty
1: Show. Having a hard time finding cream cheese on shelves means having a hard time putting cheesecakes on tables. So let's do this. This year, turn that famous cheesecake into those famous brownies. End your meal with a friendly fight over the last holiday cupcake. Anything that'll make you feel anything in that cheesecake-shaped hole in your holiday heart. You bake it, we'll buy it. Because this year, if you can't spread Philly. Spread the feeling. For your chance to reserve a free dessert up to $20 with a valid receipt, visit spreadthefeeling.com.
0: So, in theory, there's a cream cheese shortage, so Kraft is paying people not to make anything with cream cheese.
4: Yeah, exactly. You make something else, you go to a website, you enter, they'll give you money. Whenever a giant corporation pretends to be heartfelt and holidayish and loving, it makes me gag. Well, he's gag.
0: Well, it's because he's using the same tone of voice and music like he's talking about leukemia. Right.
4: And it's right. The homeless puppies. Yeah. And and, and and the feeling of the if you can't give the Philly, give the feeling. Oh, shut up. <laughs> God, I got people I love. I got friends. I don't need you putting an arm around me. Voice over guy. You're making me gag. Oh, <laughs> So, anyway, yeah. So, you think it's a stunt of some sort? It's just a. It's a cunning stunt. Um, it's, uh, well, no, there is actually some sort of cream cheese shortage. They can't get some of the key
0: ingredients. I I don't doubt that because I put heavy cream in my coffee, part of my uh, intermittent fasting thing. Can't get it at the grocery store ever. There's something going on with cream. Like, if there's ever one container of it, it's, oh, oh, my God.
4: Wow, that's crazy. See, I don't use that anymore, so I didn't know that. That seems uh, wild to me. Can't
0: find it ever.
4: Oh, speaking Um, of desserts, there are a few things I'm powerless over. I mean, I just have no power to resist the temptation. And because it's Christmas time, Judy is making her gingerbread cookies. Gingerbread men and ornaments and the rest of it, they're perfect. It's just so good. Oh my god! I had a couple of glasses of wine last night, and I started in on the gingerbread cookies. It was a gingerbread man genocide. It was ugly. <laughs> I mean, good lord! <laughs> it was a mass
0: casualty event. How oh, many? Oh, it was a massacre. How many? Uh, how many you think went down? Oh,
4: there's no need to you know go into details. Was it double digits?
0: Well, in size,
4: size, matters. In number. Are they real life size? Yeah, they're five foot eight. <laughs> no, no, they're they're about I guess they're something close to six inches tall. Five, six inches tall, three All inches right. wide, a couple of those and maybe an ornament or two. I don't know. It's hard to say. Memories of um, while we're on the topic are vague. Consciences are are troubled. <laughs>
0: while we're on the topic of eating, I had I had a Joe Biden clip I wanted to mock, but maybe we'll do that next segment. Um It's the one my son and I heard while we were driving around yesterday, and he started laughing first. So we'll play that for you next segment. That's a good one to stick around for. But since we're on the topic of eating, New York Times with a big article, like, long, and I read the whole thing last night about weight loss and exercise that I found kind of interesting, and one of the interesting angles, it's from that whole Biggest Loser thing that really changed the way I, and I think a lot of people, look at weight loss in America. It all came out of the study from the the, the hit NBC TV show, the, the Biggest Loser, where you had all these people on there who lost very large amounts of weight very quickly. Well, almost every single person, like statistically you might as well say every person, <laughs> um, gained it all back or more. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's wanting to know why. And that's when we learned, and we've been talking about this for years, when when they went into that study and really got into it, the very disappointing news that if you lose weight, your body goes into shutdown mode, pretty much brings your metabolism down to zero to conserve every calorie you take in, and just does, does everything it can to try to get you back up to your previous weight. It thinks you're starving.
4: You're on the savannah. There are no antelope. You're starving.
0: It's very disappointing news. I mean, I'm all for the truth. There's no point in living in la la land or uh, you know beating yourself up not understanding why weight loss isn't working, as it doesn't work for so many of us. I mean, lots of people, uh, practically all of us, have had success where all of a sudden you drop 5, five, ten, fifteen, hundred pounds, whatever it is, and you think, oh wow, this is my new life, and it's very exciting. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be sarcastic or mocking anybody oh, at no. all. And
4: you buy a lot of clothes.
0: And you're just so excited that this is your new life and your new look, and you're going to keep this going forever. But it's almost impossible because of the fact that your body goes into shutdown mode. Well, this latest data that's still coming off of the same study with the same researchers is about how exercise affects metabolism and weight loss. And I'll tell you, I read the very, very long article... I think the conclusion that they drew at the end was an attempt to not depress you because their, their final paragraph does not match up with all the information they gave earlier in the article. Really? I felt. It would seem that Uh-oh. whether you exercise or not, and if your body goes into that hoard calorie mode, And there's plenty of evidence out there to show that if you start exercising, your body works even harder to hang on to every single calorie in a way that it's practically self-defeating. Not completely self-defeating. It it doesn't come to the conclusion that exercising is a bad idea. People that were able to keep some weight off, and almost nobody kept all the weight off, but people that were able to keep some of the weight off tended to be the people that exercised, but you have to exercise like a madman to overcome the fact that your body is saying, "Uh oh, we're using lots of energy. We're using lots of energy. You spend no calories, bring metabolism down to zero, hang on to every calorie you take in, as opposed to the person that's not exercising, their metabolism doesn't go quite as low.
4: Right, right. Well, you know, here's where I point out that there are a lot of great reasons to exercise. Of course. Oh yeah, it'll, not it'll, just weight loss. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it'll keep you alive. It'll make your old age better. It'll, you know, it'll make your you, you lungs, make you feel better. Lungs, heart, muscles, all kinds of different things. Right, right. Exactly. So, um and plus, you know, if I keep my weight below a certain level, my blood pressure is lower. So there are all sorts of it decreases cancer risk just all you can do is your best, but you know the, the annoying thing about the body is, and somebody or the brain, whatever. It's probably the damn brain that's in charge, isn't it? I blame it's, the brain. Is all 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 that it cares about is trends. So if I go from 440 pounds to 410, my brain thinks it's the same as going from 130 pounds to 100, 100 pounds, and I'm dying. Right. All they care about is that 30 pound trend. That the brain's got to wake up. I mean, it's got this rep for being smart. The brain is stupid.
0: Like you notice below a certain weight, your blood pressure is better. I've noticed that below a certain weight, I look less like Charlie Brown. Mm. Mm. (laughs) But they even looked at some tribe in Africa where they basically jog all day long. They're out there on the savanna at a kind of a slow jog after antelope all day long. That's what they do. And those people had a metabolism of practically nothing. They burn fewer calories, their metabolism does, than sedentary people in the United States. Wow. Because their, their, uh, their body had adjusted to, like, we're, we're exercising so much, we're going to lose all these calories, we don't want that, that's no good, so let's
4: shut her down. Yeah, it's so hard, especially with the modern lifestyle. I've tried to communicate to all three of my kids when they were younger, I've got, I mentioned the science to them. And I said, look, the key is don't gain the weight in the first place. It's so important, but it's it's hard. It's really hard.
0: Yeah, and uh, I know there's a certain percentage of you out there who are crazy fit and eat lettuce and Mm -hmm. run marathons every weekend and whatever, good for you. You're not everybody else, and everybody else can't be you, so just shut up. (laughs) Shut up. But the, the reality that your body does everything
4: it can to get you back to the previous weight is depressing. It's just depressing. Yeah, I'd like to punch myself in the brain if I thought it would do me any good, but (laughs) there's nothing I can do about it, so I must accept it. So here you go. And
0: have another
4: uh, gingerbread man.
0: Yeah, that's the How Exercise Affects Metabolism. If you want to look up that article in the New York Times, the Biggest Loser data highlights the complex ways the body compensates when we drop pounds, as in slows down our metabolism to make sure Every calorie we take in will stay in our body because we wouldn't want to die of starvation. When is evolution going to catch up to the fact that ain't nobody starving? We, we, we don't need to try
4: so hard. Starvation's not really a thing anymore. Everybody's fat, and the poor are even fatter.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, so, uh, got a kind of a funny clip of Joe Biden uh, being an old man. We'll play for you coming up <laughs> in a little bit. See if you think it's mockable or if I'm just
4: being a mean person, pointing at the old and laughing. Plus, it's just going to be a swift-moving show today. So many things to talk about. So many great stories, interesting revelations and such. So, Like uh, hang on. Give me, Give me an idea of one. Give me an idea of one thing you claim is interesting. All right. Dana Milbank wrote a column about how Joe Biden's getting, getting even worse coverage than Donald Trump. It may be the single dumbest, least accurate thing ever written in the New York Times, which is saying something, and he's a really bright guy, too. London Breed, mayor of San Francisco, has done a 180-degree turn. She actually defunded police. Now she's howling, more cops, more budget, more arrests, too much crime. Ah! It's It's good
0: news, but you still got to wonder how these people got to where they were in the first place. But it's good news. It's good news that reality can win in the end. You tell me, is this a funny clip from Biden or not? We'll have
1: that next.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong
0: and Getty Show. President Joe Biden yesterday speaking to a whole bunch of DNC people, Democratic uh, Committee, and um, they're talking about the poll numbers and how everybody's expecting the Republicans to take back the House and all that sort of stuff. And Joe Biden was going to give one of his rah-rah speeches. Here he goes.
2: I want to tell my Republican friends, get ready, pal. You're going in for a problem.
0: Oh. So that's the um, clip that we heard on the news and my son started laughing. Did he say get ready, Bow"? Go ahead.
2: I want to tell my Republican friends, get ready, Bal, you're going in for a problem.
0: And then after Bow, what is that sentence? You're going to in for a problem?
4: Get I ready, tell ba- my
2: Republican friends, get ready, Bal, you're going in for a problem. You're so going big- in for
4: a problem. So
2: his big standing in
4: front of the
0: DNC when there's all the rumors going around right now, stories in the Washington Post, CNN did a big feature in that, uh, Biden shouldn't try to run for a second term. He should do the right thing and step down now. Kamala Harris, blah, blah, blah. They're going to get killed in the midterms, whatever. So he's going to do the rah-rah on rah, the leader of the party. Get ready, bow. We're in the for the whatever he says. Come tell
2: my Republican friends, get ready, Bal, You're going in for a problem.
4: Oh, my the God. crowd roared. So what? I saw those those headlines about uh, Joe Biden needs to do the right thing and and announce he's not running again. I didn't actually read any of those. Did they actually talk about him resigning? That was Brett Stevens of the New York Times that wrote that article. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, for the Democratic Party, he needs to do the right thing and say, no, I'm not running. And, you know, let the games begin instead of all this uh, palace intrigue and everything like that and acting like he's going to run because... I think in reality, it's where where you've been. Of No, of course he can't run again. He'd be dang near 90 when he got done at the second term, even if you thought he was okay now. And he's well, not.
4: Unless his, his uh, intellect is raised from the dead like Lazarus of old, I mean, uh, he's surely going to deteriorate from where he is significantly. So it's yeah. it's an idiotic notion that he's ever going to run again. It's crazy to even consider it. Which is why
0: some people would say, I, mean, I don't care. I don't care if they... You know, Democrats screw up their party. But
2: y- you can
0: make the, you know, if you're rooting for the Ds, you could easily say, yeah, come on. the right thing to do is to make the announcement. I'm not running again. Get ready, Bal. That's what
2: I said. I say. want to tell my Republican friends, get ready, Bal. You're going to in for a problem.
4: <laughs> I, uh, I, oh, okay. Um,
0: <laughs> you're going to in for a problem.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Um, so this is uh, this is not significant, but it's a little odd. You know, we we need to get to. There are a number of places around the country, including kind of the leader into the toilet of progressive, uh, you know, sewer life, San Francisco. Uh, a number of places around the country that are rapidly and and notably making a one eighty on policy. They are just absolutely reversing the policies and pronouncements of only a year ago. And I want to get into that uh, and spend a little time on it next segment. But as long as we're talking about old man, Biden came across this clip the other day. Michael, play us clip 47. We don't need to hear the whole thing, but here's a hint. This is not a
2: word. Exponentially. 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 Okay, yeah, that's fine.
4: So, obviously, nobody has told him or he can't remember that the word is exponentially with an N, not a D, but it's one of his favorite words. So huh. he, almo- he always says exponentially, which is odd huh. for an educated man like himself. That's right. finished top of his class. <laughs> um, so anyway, but this is just another example of the awful press that poor Joe Biden gets even worse than that was, uh, that was written about Donald Trump. Well, T. Beckett Adams on Substack was writing that Dana Milbank column is even dumber than you think. Uh, Washington Post columnist Dana Milbank I said the New York Times earlier I I knew better, I apologize deeply and humbly Uh, is as lousy a statistician as he is a political commentator. He claims uh, that journalists have been harder on Joe Biden in the first year of his presidency than they were on Donald Trump in his last To support his position, he points to a report prepared by the analytical firm Fiscal Note, whose artificial intelligence reviewed some 200,000 news articles to determine sentiment based on variables, including adjective placement. So is it a a negative, a positive, a neutral story, that sort of thing? Uh, The group's findings, which supposedly show the press have been tougher on Biden, um, confirmed Dana Milbank's worst fears, quote, my colleagues in the media are serving as accessories to the murder of democracy.
1: You know, I'm calling
4: for like a a fine every time somebody talks about democracy going away. Stop it. That's hilarious, really.
0: I mean... God, anybody paying attention who's into news and how it's covered, being honest, has got to agree, Donald Trump got the worst coverage by far of anybody, at least in my lifetime. Bob Woodward, who wrote a couple of pretty darn rough books about Donald Trump's presidency, said it was the most unfair press he'd ever seen about a president. Mm -hmm. Dana Milbank claiming that, that Biden's getting worse treatment by the press than Trump is
4: hilarious. Right, right. So his thesis is obvious bunk, writes T. Beckett, as if a computer could ever hope to gauge sentiment accurately, depending on adjective placement. However, after some additional digging, most notably by uh, Don't Walk Run Productions, which was uh, did the lion's share of assessing the data, turns out Milbank's theory is even flimsier than initially suspected. To put simply, the research upon which his entire thesis rests... Uh, is utter garbage. For starters, Fiscal Notes' data curation process is decidedly lopsided. The raw data shows a combined 514 Trump-related articles published last year by CBS News and MSNBC. However, the raw data also showed exactly zero Biden-related articles published this year by the same networks. So they they cherry-picked the data to a point that's beyond absurd. I mean, it's just wholly fraudulent. And uh, and and it's not worth you know a second's more consideration. But the fact that something that idiotic found its way into the Washington Post is really disappointing. I realize that it's labeled as an opinion, and sometimes people have stupid opinions. But that's certainly one. I no, I do. It's like the CBS story I was talking about yesterday, in which they repeatedly uh, referred to the current very difficult labor market, where it's very hard to find a job. Wh- what? Just crazy.
0: So two major airline CEOs questioned the need for masks on planes yesterday. We can talk about that next hour a little bit. Yeah, the CEO of American Airlines, which is the largest carrier in America. I wouldn't have told you that if you'd make me guess. I'd probably guessed United. But American Airlines is the biggest. Their CEO and Southwest both said, we don't think masks do any good on planes,
4: even though we all have had to wear masks on planes. Well and, and snores are getting into fist fights over it and everybody's riled up and angry. Oh good. Also, uh New York Times article, Why do women sprout chin hairs as they age? I don't know if we'll have time to get to that later, but apparently that's a thing. Why not? Uh oh, and uh, London breed in San Francisco, all of a sudden she's uh she's a Barry Goldwater. It's unbelievable. Oh, boy, some of the quotes, the details coming up. If you miss it, just grab it via podcast later. Armstrongandgetty.com.
2: Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. There are choices that can change your life.
0: Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45.
4: It's one of the most common cancers for women and men. And it doesn't always have symptoms.
0: But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it.
4: And there's even better news. You have screening
2: options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov screenforlife for more information.